went down the row of cells, Pirate's good eye, his only eye, registering all the familiar faces, each one more or less wrong in its own way. And around the corner, more cells, four tiers, on and on. It reminded him, when he thought of it at all, of an experiment he'd seen in a movie, one with rats. The difference was he'd felt sorry for the rats. Pirate didn't feel sorry for anyone in here, himself included. That part, no longer feeling sorry for himself, was his greatest accomplishment. He was at peace, in harmony with passing time. That was the message of the gold tassel. Who? he said. Who what? said the guard. The visitor? Your lawyer, maybe? Pirate didn't have a lawyer. He'd had a lawyer long ago, Mr. Rollins, but hadn't heard from him in years. They came to a gate. Pirate's guard handed over a slip of paper. Another guard opened the gate. They went down a short walkway, through an unlocked door, into the visiting room. There were no other inmates in the visiting room. The guard took a seat at the back, picked a newspaper off the floor. On the far side of the glass, by one of the phones, sat a young woman Pirate had never seen. She smiled. Smiled at him. Pirate. No doubt about it. Besides, there was no one else around, no one she could have been smiling at. Except the guard, maybe. But the guard, opening his newspaper, wasn't paying any attention to the woman. A big photograph of a man with his arms raised in triumph was on the front page. Pirate didn't recognize him. Ten minutes, said the guard. Pirate moved toward the glass wall. A thick, shatterproof glass wall with three steel chairs in front bolted to the floor. He sat in the middle one, facing the young woman. Her skin transfixed him. No one inside, inmates or guards, had skin like this, smooth, glowing, so alive. And her eyes, the whites of them so clear like alabaster, a word he'd come across in his reading and now grasped. She raised a hand, small and finely shaped, with polished nails and a gold wedding band. He followed its movements like a dog, as a boy, he'd had a very smart dog named Snappy, capable of following silent commands. Some time passed, his mind on Snappy, before he realized what she wanted him to do. Pick up the phone. He picked up the phone. She spoke into hers. Hello, Mr. Dupree. His real name. When did he last heard it? Hello? he said, and then, remembering his manners, added, Ma'am. She smiled again. Her teeth, more of that alabaster, like works of art, having nothing to do with biting, sparkling even through the dusty, smeary glass, distracted him, so he almost missed what came next. Oh, she said, just call me Susanna. Susanna Upton. Susanna Upton? She spelled both names for him.
I'm a lawyer. Yeah, said Pirate. Are you from Mr. Rollins? Mr. Rollins, she said. My lawyer, said Pirate, at the trial. Susanna Upton frowned. That meant one tiny furrow appeared on her brow, somehow making her look even younger. I believe, she began, and opened a leather briefcase, taking a sheet of paper from a folder with Pirate's full name written in red on the front, Alvin Mac Dupree. Yes, Susanna continued. He passed away. Died? Susanna nodded. Almost ten years ago now. At that moment, Pirate felt a strange feeling that came from time to time, a squinting.